Welcome back to Podcasting Master. My name is Wade, and I'm here with Chelsea as always, and this week we are going to be giving our long-awaited, maybe not long-awaited, but for us, long-awaited review mm-hmm. of Across the Spider-Verse. Um, I think it's been, we, we both saw it pretty pretty quickly once it came out, but we've had some other episodes planned, uh, so we were trying to get to this one as soon as we could before all the... <laughs> Before all the publicity around the movie died down. So hopefully there's still some people listening that have seen the movie. And maybe some people that we might convince to go see the movie too. Who knows? Yes. I sure hope we convince people to go see it. I'll just start right off with that for sure. I mean, this sequel, I feel like this was a sequel that had a lot of expectations for. I feel like when the first movie came out in 2018, at least for me, it was kind of like, what in the world? What is this random new Spider-Man movie we're getting? And I'm like, look at Sony again, trying to turn out their Spider-Man properties. But then it was like, dang, that was an amazing movie. <laughs> that was a whole movie. other thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just the whole style of it. The, just great storytelling. I mean, for me, that first movie is like, honestly, like nearly a perfect film. Like, it just blew everything out of the water just blew all my expectations away just an absolutely incredible film with great characters and just you know it's a spider-man movie so you expect there to be you know a sequel at least one at least two who knows whatever make a whole franchise out of it but it's like you know there's always that little bit of hesitation with sequels like will it be as good will it be better will it be just okay but here we are now we both have seen that film and did they do it did they make a better movie I don't know if they made a better movie for me, but they made... Or did they just make a different movie? They made a different one one and a pretty darn good movie at it, I'll say. Okay, good. That's where I'm sitting, too. I don't ever Mm -hmm. need anything to be the same as its predecessor. Different is usually Mm -hmm. better when it comes to that, um, because you're not trying to meet the same expectations. but, But they made a different movie, and they still made a good movie on top of it. So, like, what else can you ask for? Yeah. But this is a movie, I think, listeners, if you haven't seen it, you should just know ahead of time that this is truly a part one film. So it ends on a huge cliffhanger. So just be prepared for that. I'm not going to give away (laughs) anything else in this movie, but I mean... The biggest of cliffhangers. (laughs) Oh my gosh. I think I like yelled. Like I was just like, no, like I expected it and it was just so freaking good. But it's just like, we have to wait till the second one comes out, the part two, which I think is still hypothetically supposed to be next year, but it seems there may be a little bit of delay since I've read some stuff recently. It's supposed to be like March, maybe? Yeah. Like, earlier than you think. Um, mm-hmm. But no, for sure. And that, that cliffhanger, they pump you up for it, too. It's not like a oh all-is-lost moment, and what are they going to do? Well, too bad. You're not going to know. It's like, yeah. it's like they are coming together. raising yeah. the bar, and everything is happening all at once, and then end of the movie. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, too bad. No. <laughs> I was like, I want more. <laughs> Give me more. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good. But um, I guess we can kind of go through briefly a little bit through the story because like, you know, if our listeners have seen the first one or if, even if they hadn't, just an idea like our main Spider-Man in this is Miles Morales. So it's not completely, you know, what people may be used to with Peter Parker. Now, Peter Parker and many Peter Parkers may pop up clearly, but <laughs> this is Miles's story. <laughs> and I, in, in a way, I love what they did with this story because... When the first Spider-Verse movie came out, not that this was Miles' first time being Spider-Man in the history of his publication, because he was not new to Mm -hmm. being Spider-Man at all. 
just in maybe like the mainstream reference of it. Like if you're not used yeah. to reading the comments, comics or playing any games or anything like that, then you you're meeting Miles probably for the first time. And and the first one was all about like, you know, it's time to be your own Spider-Man. Spider-Man doesn't mean this. It's just who you are. Um, Because he was trying to live up to Mm -hmm. how Peter was Spider-Man. Which is, you know, that's a very common Miles story. That's how the the comics went for a very long time. But this one focuses more on not just him being different from Peter, but being himself. What does being Spider-Man mean for Miles Morales in the grand design of the spider-verse when when everybody's lies have to follow these certain rules more or less Mm, mm -hmm. you know yeah and because of that too like with being more about miles and stuff like we really get some of those like in this movie these like slower moments to slow down and really focus on like his family dynamics and those relationships i love the scenes with his mom like the scene those quiet scenes with his mom like they hit me they hit me hard Mm mm-hmm yeah, and that's why, like, this one's a lot different than the first one, too, because, yeah, like, I feel the first one, not that there's a problem with that, but it's, like, go, 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 like, action after action after mm-hmm. action, and this one it has lots of action, too, but mixed with all these, yeah, slower moments, and not even just for Miles, like, we see that with some of the other uh, spider people, too, like, a little bit more into their lives and their slower moments and what they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And, and all of that just kind of, it weaves itself into the overarching story um, of Miles' having an idea of what he wants to do for his future but also he feels this pull and this tug that there's something else he should be doing or maybe like some higher responsibilities that as spider-man he has to fulfill things like that um Mm -hmm. and really like the spider-verse stuff really doesn't even happen much for quite a while in the film as it focuses more Mm -hmm. on miles and his problems and his daily life because like his school life is he's getting in trouble because he's out being spider-man a lot so he's missing classes and his his parents are involved in that and everything else it's miles's life is as a kid is becoming complicated in like the the worst ways that it can be as a kid somebody who's (laughs) kind of trying to find his own way into independence and and self-responsibility and stuff like that where he knows what he's doing but he can't share that with everybody he can't give people excuses as well i'm spider-man i just can't be everywhere at once kind of thing it's that's not their job he has different sets of responsibilities based off of who he's being at that time (laughs) basically Mm -hmm. yeah and i think you kind of like throwing into the mix with this movie too it's like we almost get more of a secondary main character more with gwen like, because we get oh, to see sure a lot do. more of her life and how it intertwines with Miles and, like, that she doesn't have that same life that Miles does and what her responsibilities are and her finding her own way. And just she's also escaping her own problems and not dealing with them at the time and just mm-hmm. trying to get involved in everything else going on. <laughs> trying to distract herself with everybody else's problems so she doesn't have to mm-hmm. deal with her own isn't that yes. something that <laughs> feels familiar? <laughs> <laughs> but on on the subject of Gwen, um, the, the movie starts with Gwen, and we get a lot of Gwen's more backstory, kind of what's going on mm, with Gwen mm-hmm. at the time stuff. Um, from the second the movie started, and you see for the first time into Gwen's, like, her actual world, I was just enamored by it. 
you know how all of the scenes in her world the backdrops they have this it's this brilliant splash of these colors and like you know it's it's more Mm -hmm. like gradients you're not seeing like the colors of the building and such and so forth you're seeing these gradients just mixed together that that artwork that is how her comics work Mm. have worked since since the very first time she was shown that is how her world is portrayed within the world of the comics that's so cool the same colors the same designs the same patterns and it just i in in her her uh comic run has not been a thing for a while like it died out Mm. a bit ago like they ended the story and it was like being home for me kind of because i haven't i just haven't there hasn't been new spider gwen stories in a good while which is shocking just considering how popular of a character she is. But yeah. um, in the future, because there's, there's small talk of Gwen getting her own movie or series of mm. movies. Um, if if they do, I really hope they just follow the story that her comics set, which is something I don't say very often because books and comics and movies, they should all have their own narratives, their own worlds, do what, do what makes sense for that media. But her her story is in her books is so good. It's so powerful, mm. um, and it connects to a lot of people. Like you, you talk about how Gwen doesn't know how to handle the problems that she's facing. Mm-hmm. A lot of the problems that she's facing in the movie are straight out of her comic. Mm. Her relationships with her friends and her dad is just one for one. Um, especially with her her bandmates, um, the Mary Janes. I love I love the band so much because <laughs> her Mary Jane. Her Mary Jane, she don't take she don't take crap for nobody, <laughs> you know. As the lead singer, especially, um, mm-hmm. and then like the other the other two are just like super chill there. So it's usually like Mary Jane versus Gwen a lot, where Mary Jane's just like stop being emo and just talk to us <laughs> about your feelings, and, and Gwen's like I don't no. need anybody. Yeah. <laughs> nobody understands what I'm going through, and then she like throws her drum set and like leaves. <laughs> <laughs> That's very that's very Gwen in in this series. <laughs> so it was yeah. nice to see that that still exists within the movies too. Yeah, and that's really cool. Like mentioning too about like that is what her like world looks like in the comics and stuff. And I think that for so far for both these Spider Man movies, they've done such a great job of like really uh, differentiating between the different characters and really like picking a style for them depending on like what type of era or what comic style like you'll see for all the different characters and it's Mm -hmm. that's just so incredible and so much like love and care into a movie like this that like you spend so much time on the art making it fit the world it's from instead of being the world that they're all brought into like wow (laughs) it's It's, just it's so cool and to see it and you get to see it again when they go to when they go meet spider-man india like Mm -hmm. you see the same thing it's so it's so cool yeah. Also, they redesigned Spider-Man India for Across the Spider-Verse. Oh, really? Um, and they they said they were going to do that like a long time ago because if you go look his his like when when the very first Spider-Verse comic came out, the Spider-Man India has been a part of it since then, so he's he's pretty old as far as like comics go. Mm-hmm. Um, like I say that it's like back in like 2000 and like 13, so maybe. Old. <laughs> so old. So old. <laughs> Um, <laughs> but his, his, uh, design is very basic. You look at him and go, oh yeah, he looks like a Spider-Man from India. Um, and when they said they were going to be, uh, redoing his costume, I was like, I mean, I don't think they could get anything wrong 
<laughs> because of how basic his his normal costume is. Um, but then when I saw it for the first time, I was just like, okay, <laughs> can they can they make this his costume in the comics? Yeah, it was so good. It is so freaking good. And I hope I hope he's still around in the third one, in the third movie. Mm-hmm. I loved how much time we got to like spend in that universe and stuff. Like it was just mm-hmm. like. This is one of those movies, too, where I feel like I need to watch it 20 times and just pause, like, every single frame just to admire, like, the art and just all the tiny little details and all the insane cameos and nods to everything. But just, it's so cool. (laughs) That's all I can say. It's just, it's just cool to see. It is. It's Mm -hmm. a lot of fun, but I mean, that's okay. That's the thing, too. That is just kind of funny because for me, like I've said before, like I've been kind of, you know, exhausted by the MCU and then just breaking up the multiverse and stuff. Well, these two are multiverse films, but like it's just it hits different. There's it's just diff- it's different. Yeah, it's different. I think it's just like it's the different like art styles coming together, the unique stories going like you're just it's just those like the stories just hit harder for me. Like they're just so much more most emotional, impactful and just it's also because I'm not as familiar with like the Spider-Verse as much. And so I'm just enjoying the ride. It's all a new experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Although we're talking about like cameos and stuff. Um, <laughs> I cackled during the scene. Was it? I, I can't remember if it was Miguel or not or who it was. Popped up in um, the Venom universe. Oh. <laughs> like in front of the, um, the, like, the concession store lady. Mm-hmm. Yes. I, I cackled. I cackled so much. <laughs> yeah. You will get a lot of cameos from things that may or may not be animated. <laughs> For sure. Yes. You see it all. But they use them they use them well in this movie. They're not just like well, that one is kind of like a just yeah. a fun little throw around, but when you see them else other times in the movie, they're there for like the impact of mm-hmm. what you know already. They use what you know and what you felt before to push home like what they're talking about. I can't give, I can't say anything more. I'm going to spoil it. (laughs) Yeah. No, but there are definitely so many moments that, yeah, that made me cackle too or something. I don't remember the specifics, but there's, there's some nerdy thing that happens. I mean, the whole movie is nerdy, but it was something to do with like font and it was something with like Helvetica and bold. There was something with like some type of version of Spider-Man and it was something about like the typeface. And I just laughed. I don't even remember what it was. It was like some type of like joke on a sign. I don't know. But I just thought that was hilarious. Just <laughs> You'll have to show me like when we are able to just send send screenshots back and yes, forth. You'll have to yes. show me that. Yeah. And I, yeah, I'm sure there's so many other ones that you caught as well that I missed. There's, it's going to be nonstop, just back and forth every second. Here's oh, another screenshot of this film. Man, I, I sat down that movie and I was like ready to go. Cause I like, they're like, look at all the spiders in this movie. Mm-hmm. I was so prepared. I'm like, I'm not going to catch them all because that would be stupid to think I was, but like, I want to like, how many can I like recognize? Mm-hmm. Um, because like I have, I have ingested the Spider-Verse comic since they came out. Like, I think I have, I think I have every single Spider-Man comic book, like since the first Spider-Man mm. uh, Spider-Verse event has taken place. Oh, like wow. I am on top of it. I'm ready to go. Um, now, a lot of it wasn't fair because there were so many Spider-Men in the background and this is completely fair of them to do this. But like mm-hmm. some, a lot of them are just completely like made up, you know, like 
Mm-hmm. It's Spider-Man, but his suit is like white and purple instead of, you know, it's not, this isn't mm-hmm. a real Spider-Man that you would know of, of from somewhere. It's just like, here's a bunch of like filler costumes and stuff like that. Um, but there were so many like that had little bitty roles and stuff within like the previous stories that they popped in. Mm-hmm. I was, I was out of my mind in excitement. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. It was, yeah, because it was, like, it was, in a sense, like, quite a bit of fan service to, like, squeeze in a ton. But, yeah, no, but having so many of them, like, playing a particular role or something and adding to the story is really cool. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, I mean, okay, well, I feel like we should kind of talk about this. I mean, the first movie had a pretty fantastic soundtrack, and I feel like this one did as well. It just works so well with the film revolutionary and and so many times in the movie you don't like you don't even realize that a song has started because it just it just becomes part of the atmosphere of what you're watching and just ah which is great because like all soundtracks should do that you know like be there until like the music is very very important and then you're going wow like that blends so well with what's happening like it punches you in the face with like its relevance of that scene and stuff like that, you know, you get what you get out of it, and then it backs down. I I love that, and this one did it just as well as the first one did. Yeah, it just helps to carry you on that emotional ride, and yeah, like you said, yeah, get you pumped up for those right moments and everything. And just, I mean, I probably don't even know, like, I probably couldn't even name any of the music specifically, but it just, yeah, like you said, just it's one that works so well with the film, mm-hmm. and I think too. It's something I don't think it gets talked about too much with animated films, but the fact that, like, there's certain parts, I'm not going to say specifically, but there's certain parts a little bit towards the end where the editing is superb. And you, like, you know, you think something's going on, but then you're like, oh, something else that's not the same, or is it, you know? It just really tricks you into thinking certain things or making you suspect things, and it's it's The end of the movie is just very good at that in general. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you think you know what's going on? Oh until yeah, you don't. <laughs> bam! <laughs> and then bam it's, and then it's too late. Yeah, and then and then it's it's and then you cry time. because it's it's done. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think this movie was a little bit longer than the first one was too, but I think so, I mean. Yeah. I didn't feel like I was like looking at my watch being like, okay, how much time do we have uh, nope. left here? Like <laughs> never. Nope. Never ever. Mm-mm. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, all I have to say is listeners, if you haven't seen it, please go watch it. And if you've never seen the first one, you're listening to this episode. Stop what you're doing. Watch that one. Then immediately see the sequel. If <laughs> you don't even have, you don't have to be a Spider-Man fan to enjoy these movies. They mm-hmm. give you everything you need to know. Mm-hmm. For sure. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite spider that you saw in the movie? Like a favorite character? Uh, I think that's so hard because there's certain, I think, spiders that I thought they were really cool. Like the like the punk one, but I didn't really like his character. The um, spider punk is a huge favorite right now, like in the internet. Hmm. Um, but, you know, he's an anarchist. <laughs> so So his kind of character is really easy to like until... Um, until the anarchist does something that you don't like. Like, that's because yeah. he's an anarchist. He's not yeah. looking for fans. No. Um, but Hobie Brown is is super cool, for sure. He, um, you know, in his world, he, um, the president of the world is Norman Osborn, i.e. Mm. Venom. 
Um, and he kills he kills Norman by blasting him with a giant uh, sonic blast from his guitar and gigantic like building sized speakers. And then he decapitates him with said guitar. So oh, you know, wow. He you know he uh, yeah. killed the president of his world. So wow. Rock on to that. Um, man i don't know (laughs) (laughs) the style of his character though is cool like that like cut out vibe of like very much so and again that is from his his comics that's cool it's it's yeah it's another thing that carried over which just makes me super happy because that translated really well into the (laughs) film (laughs) yeah but i mean as for like the like i feel like it's i don't know it's probably a safe answer but i mean i i can't go wrong with like miles and gwen like mm-hmm. i mean there that's a story we're following i mean miles is cool he goes through a lot man just he does and more you know come. like though the, this is this is my own nitpick and this is not about the movie itself this is just how miles and gwen are handled specifically and mm-hmm. this can be purely written as a hang-up on my part totally fine um they the comics do this a lot too. They put Miles and Gwen, Spider Gwen specifically, together as a couple a lot, um, and that makes me really uncomfortable <laughs> because Miles is like sixteen at the oldest, and and Gwen is like twenty two. Um, hmm. You know, she's like she's like college age. She's up there, um, so yeah. it bothers me a little <laughs> bit when they do the whole. I love them. I love how close they get as friends. Um, but especially in the comics, you get scenes of them like making out all the time. And I'm just like, mm, nope. <laughs> I'm not the audience for this part. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. And that's just like, it throws me for a loop. Um, yeah. but my favorite spider was barely in the movie, and that's okay because she'll be in the next one a lot. Um, but it's Penny Parker. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the cute little Japanese girl from the first one. Um, yeah. but they made a change to her in this movie. They got rid of uh, her regular spider robot. Uh, I say her regular one. They got rid of her made-up one from the first movie, her super cute, like, anime Tamadachi-style uh-huh. one. Um, and they gave her her actual one from the comics, which is mm. more uh, more based on her Evangelion, Neon Genesis Evangelion roots. It mm-hmm. looks like an actual Ava, which is how it's supposed to look, which means you know that in the next movie, uh, she's going to be... She's going to be tearing things down. <laughs> Heck yes. And that makes me happy because even her uh, her character design even was more changed to that more slightly more like mature, less cutesy uh, format of her of mm-hmm. her comic world, um, which again tells me that they're going to take her a little bit more seriously than just like the cute little Asian tech girl, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, and I look forward to seeing her destroy everything, hopefully. <laughs> preferably everything a little bit is okay too yeah no i would love to see more of her too because it was also like wait where is she and then like yeah just a little tease there but yeah i that's interesting you mentioned that because i thought her character looked a little bit different but i didn't i feel like i didn't get to catch enough of it to be like oh Oh, no she's in the she's in the background for like a half second like waving at miles Uh, and then she's right there at the very very end with like the original Mm -hmm. like into the spider-verse crew Mm-hmm. the ogs <laughs> the ogs mm-hmm. but i guess before we finish this episode i feel like i should mention that you know we kind of already talked a little bit i think we probably like gushed a little bit about uh gwen but we had that fun like bracket earlier this month where we had people vote on their favorite spider person and gwen won so 
Thanks for everybody who had fun voting in that. But yeah, she was Mm -hmm. the winner by a landslide. (laughs) (laughs) Which was a little bit surprising to me. I had no idea where it was going. I'm surprised that, like, you know, Peter Parker and uh, Miles were pretty quickly eliminated. Yeah, they didn't didn't last for very long. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's not about the guys anymore. It's all about the girls. Hey. (laughs) Way of the future. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All right. So any anything else to add? I don't think so. What about you? Okay. Nope, I'm good to go. I I will be eagerly awaiting, hopefully, March. Hopefully, yes. they don't have to delay it too much. Mm-hmm. But I'll be oh, excited man. whenever they release it. Oh, my gosh, I know. All right. Well, listeners, we thank you for hanging out with us for a little bit, catching our review of Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Hit us up anywhere on social media. We are all over the place. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you thought. Who were your favorite spiders? What did you think of the art, the music? Let us know. All the things. We'd love to have those conversations with you. Um, if not, you can always email us at demasteredpodcast at gmail.com. Um, in other other words, we will catch you later. See ya.